I'm hot for teacher. We thought we were done. We thought we were finished. We thought we would never talk about a movie minute by minute again. But we were wrong. Join us as we get to know the cast next door. Hello and welcome to The Cast Next Door, where we love your mother's cookies. I am your host, slash editor, slash producer, Darren, and this is Minute 42. With me, I have guest who was on in some of the earlier episodes, the steamy episodes, Minutes 21 through to 24, and that Oof. is Tim. Hello, Tim. Hello. <laughs> and also joining me is the host of Minutes 33 to 36, and surely the host of some future minutes to come as well, Andrew Schwartz. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Darren. <laughs> now, um... Where we're at in the film, as we come into this minute, um, is Claire has recently received some flowers uh, without anyone signing the card. She thought they were from Garrett, who is trying to make up with her. And it turns out they're not from Garrett. They were, in fact, from Noah, which she figured out during a phone call with Garrett, a very awkward phone call with Garrett in the previous minute. Uh, And so she goes to the gym to find Noah. uh, And... From there, they have a kind of conversation where uh, Claire is kind of calling Noah out on some of the stuff that he's been doing, like sending the flowers, like hacking into her email so he could get in her class, (laughs) and trying to turn Kevin against Garrett. Um, uh, And so they kind of agree to a deal where they're going to be friendly. Uh, Claire says she wants to start over. Uh, and then the minute ends. Where did Noah get the money to purchase the flowers? I'm curious about that. I don't know. I'm not sure what his... I mean, I'm going to... Because his parents are dead, and this is something that other people have also discussed, is, like, where did he get the money to buy the first edition of the Iliad? Um, and well, I, I would say on that topic, I'd say he'd probably stole it. He's, no, he says he got it at a yard sale. So that's what he claims. But he's a unreliable right. narrator, as we see in the movie. I think he's probably fleecing his uh, uncle, right? I think he might have an inheritance. He's taking his, his uncle for a ride. I'm, I'm saying taking the uncle for a ride, right? The uncle seems kind of clueless. He's like, no, no, no. I made those deposits for you, man. <laughs> Maybe, uh, but I, I mean, it's pretty like this. The money is probably coming from less than uh, legal sources. Even if it is the inheritance of the parents that he most likely murdered, uh, then, you know, that's not on the up and up. Um, or if it's coming from him fleecing his uncle, then again, that's not on the up and up. Um, so, but, you know, he's got money for he's got money for flowers. So I mean, uh, he might have a, a freelance garage door repair service where he goes around and <laughs> helps comely uh, divorcees fix their garage doors. Lucrative business. Yeah. Well, I I think given that the um, given that the, the the hardware store in this in this um, this town has got like a whole wall dedicated to garage door openings, 
Um, I think everyone in town has got one, so, you know, he might be able to make some money that way. That's right. I, I mean, he could also be doing the thing of going around and breaking everyone's garage doors and then <laughs> charging them money to fix them. I mean, that would be hey, like a... That's right. Who am I to judge in today's America? <laughs> it would be a classic grifting scheme if that was how he was doing it. I haven't finished the movie yet. Is that how it's revealed at the end that he's been doing this to everyone? Yep, yeah, that's the big reveal. <laughs> yeah, at the very end he stops limping and then he walks away and, and you hear someone go, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing everyone that this kid was 19. <laughs> uh, and as we see in this minute, we, we see how he keeps that... Uh, that hunkiness. That beefcake yeah. bigger. Yeah. Mm, he eat laundry off those abs. <laughs> all, his, uh, all his working out, punching the bag, uh, which I think he actually does in the minute before, but he kind of, he stops here, punching the bag. He's wrapping it up, yeah. He's wrapping it up, throwing a little bow on it. Um, so, you know, specifically in this minute, guys, what is there that you feel there is to talk about? I mean, I like how Noah kind of brushes off all of his nefarious schemes by kind of like making out that somehow he was being clever like he didn't sign the card because he didn't want to get claire in trouble she said she wanted him in the class you know it's yeah. not his fault she, that garrett cheated on her like you know he's pushing the she's, blame she's really really willing to let go of like him hacking into her email that's my big sticking point here like if you hack into someone's email that's kind of not good on any level, no matter yeah. what you do that for. He's like, I'm well, you guess... wanted me in your class. And she's like, okay, okay, that sounds good. I got it. <laughs> I'm going to guess, though, that her password, like, when she says hacked into her email, I mean, it, that just means putting the password into her email, doesn't it? I mean, that's like, I don't think it's anything more complicated than that. I don't think he did anything no. that crazy. Well, what's, um, what, what are we assuming her password is then? He guessed that her password was Homer Rules. <laughs> or I would have said Kevin12345. Like, right. You know. It's only a, a character's name or like, they're just falling after that. That's what has to be. I mean, like, or it could just be Claire12345. Like, you know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think Our she made it too complicated. <laughs> yes. Password one, probably. Password underscore one, because, you know, you've got to have an underscore in there these you days. you got to be careful. You right. Yeah, you can't get Special. away with... No, not only you have to be careful, but some things force you to start sticking underscores and Special characters. Letters. Yeah, they start... Yeah. They, so you can't just put password in all lowercase. You have to put a capital P or something. Um, That's right. So, but anyway, yeah, so she, like, she kind of gives in for that quite quickly. Um, and we get a little bit of... And we get one single line from the janitor who kind of gives her an out because she could have said, yeah, this kid is stalking me. He stole my password from my email. He, you know, like, but she doesn't. She, given the chance. It's in this situation where she thinks she still has control over it. Like she thinks she's just like a little love suck, like a little love sick kid. Where he's like, okay, I can control the situation. And it's yeah. not until later where the rug is pulled out from under her for, and the boy Oof. next door takes over. Like with this janitor. That kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. Like, oh yeah, I I sort of expected that janitor to wind up dead somewhere later. Yeah, in the movie. So that's what I was expecting too. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, do you know there's a, there's a weird thing where um, this film uh, has kind of like horror tropes running throughout it, and has sometimes a horror aesthetic that makes you think things are going to be worse than they actually are. <laughs> so this is right. a very not scary thriller. This is like baby's first thriller. 
Like every step you think it's going to get scary, it's like, no, we'll, 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 we'll ease you into it. Don't worry. It's going to get scary, but don't worry. It'll only be at the end. We don't, we don't want to scare you. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, there's another character who is has not been in the movie for at least 10, 15 minutes now, uh, possibly even slightly longer than that, who a number of people have said thought was also going to turn up dead. Um, and I, I think there's a lot of people who feel that the body count on this film was going to be a lot higher simply because of, like, the you know, the, the what we were expecting, like, the kind of mode that it's in. And I would say, yeah, the janitor does seem like this guy who you expect when later on um, Claire is kind of trying to... When things have gone off the rails and Claire is trying to look around for stuff, you expect to find his head, like, in the freezer or something. Right, you um, you you expect, to, like, a, like, a scene where she's running scared through the school and she finds the janitor and the janitor starts to help her and then he gets, like... A wide-eyed look, and he falls down. And like, I know everything was going on. Right? I got this list of evidence against him. Listen, Claire, That's I right. can help you, but then and then he gets an ice pick in the back of his head. <laughs> exactly. Also, his name is Mike the Janitor. Very missed opportunity here, not having Paul of Tompkins play his famous character, Mike the Janitor. <laughs> Big missed opportunity here. Oh, <laughs> I have a feeling that having Paul F. Tompkins showing up for. 30 seconds in the middle of a J-Lo thriller might have been slightly <laughs> distracting. That would have been a fantastic movie. It would have made a great movie into a fantastic movie. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue with that, but I I, I think that uh, I think it's Kent Acevedo, or I'm not sure how you pronounce his surname. Uh, he's listed in the credits as, like, Mr. Acevedo, so they didn't really bother to give him a, uh, a character name. So just have PFT show up the set, give him lunch, and let him go. Boom. You got your cameo. <laughs> yeah, but all he's going to say is everything okay, Claire. He's only got three words He's going to say, like, <laughs> is everything okay, Claire? Okay, good. I got a lot of garbage to sweep. I'll see you later. <laughs> um, yeah. And, then, I, I mean, it's funny because Claire's like, everything's fine. Which is weird because, like, everything isn't fine <laughs> at this particular point. <laughs> well, no, um, it's a very intimidating figure. He just muscled down monster towering over her she's like what five two five three i would yeah i'd say about that height she's slightly taller than kristen chenoweth which is not yeah. saying much because kristen, kristen chenoweth, chenoweth is, is like the bottom for you to compare yourself to i think kristen chenoweth is like an inch taller than prince but i think that's about like the uh, only time she can say she's higher than someone <laughs> yeah no oh, well prince always wears high heels so it's unlikely she would be taller than him anyway, so... Well, she might be wearing high heels, too. We don't know the situation. Uh, well, you're right. Uh, there is one particular line in this scene that kind of stands out for me, which is um, they're in the middle of their argument, and Noah just says, and this is about 30 seconds into this particular scene, you're welcome, by the way, for saving your son. <laughs> just like such a passive-aggressive way of being... And then J-Lo waits forever to go, thank you. Noah, you're right. I should have thanked you. And it's like, what? Oh, to be fair, she should have thanked him for saving her son's life. She didn't know. Yeah, that, but this she, is. She didn't know that. She didn't know what was surrounding that. He could have just been like, you know, teaching her boxing, and then he has had the heart attack or whatever. He's got allergies, right? Do, do you know what? They never ever make it clear. Like, I mean, obviously, they say earlier in the film that he's going to see an allergist in the valley. The best allergist in the valley. Yeah, the best. Well, they they say he's. They've been seeing some cut rate allergists. They never say a specific allergy that it's for. And then he has this weird attack after doing the boxing, getting angry at his dad. Uh, I don't think the writers knew what allergy meant. Well, allergy means you have a heart attack if you get stress put under you, right? Oh, I no, I think they did know what allergy meant then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that makes it. sense. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how... I mean, Claire, I, this this seems to suggest this is the same day as the attack earlier. Well, I um, assumed it did. It, uh, when she gets the flowers, is like the same day, isn't it? I think it is the same day, but it is... I mean, I guess it is kind of weird that she hasn't gone to thank Noah... But, like, she would have been teaching all afternoon or whatever. So, yeah, like, she would have when... got, like, some information. Because right after that scene, I think we get to her unwrapping her flowers. So, so she's just, I mean... She's leisurely getting her flowers and going, Oh, my son just had an attack today. Oh, well, <laughs> you see what this guy has these flowers from. I, I would have thought somebody could have... Somebody could have pulled her out of class to go check on Kevin. Like, that's, that's an excused uh, thing. that Like, yeah. the nurse could have pulled her out and said, Hey... Kevin's okay, everything's fine, but you might want to come see him, and Noah would be there with him. Hey, we need to talk about Kevin. Let's get over here. <laughs> oh, zing. Zing. How oh, many, that... We need to talk about Kevin comes. How, how many... Whoa. Sorry, I've been drinking. Uh, uh, how really? Many, we need to talk about Kevin puns have that have been made in this podcast so far. Uh, none so far that I've heard. Um, wow. Philistines oof. hosting this show, except for me. <laughs> I'm a genius. Do you know what, though? If someone had said to her, we need to talk about Kevin, I would have thought, what, has he, like, killed a bunch of kids with a crossbow or something? What's going on? Um, he could have done it. If any, do you know what? If anyone in this film could've. seems like they're going to crack and go crazy, it seems like Kevin would be the uh, would be the most likely suspect. Yeah. Obviously, no one notwithstanding. <laughs> um, no, it seems like a good obvious. egg. <laughs> no, it does. Yeah, I I think maybe in the last kind of half hour of this film, you're going to get a shock as to the direction it heads in then, Andrew. Cause nah, just gonna... I think this guy's going to be all right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a pretty cool dude. Noah kind of finishes this, um, uh, this minute doing what he does quite a lot in this film, where he just says, you can trust me, Claire. Uh, and then he goes, okay. And Claire agrees and then does a fist bump, uh, which is such a weird thing for uh, A 40-year-old woman. <laughs> I know. It's such a weird choice to, to finish the scene on. I guess, I mean, he's wearing, like, boxing gloves and stuff. So it's it's been like a lot weirder. They did that thing where you uh, open up your hand and you grab the other person's hand and then you move yourself in for like a chest bump. That would be a lot <laughs> Yeah, like, but as it is, it it struck me as a little bit of an odd moment where she just, like, pans his fist as, as like, the end of the scene. I mean... Well, maybe it's, like, the uh, writer, just, like, not knowing how kids interact with each other, like, oh, kids, they, they fist bump. Throw that in. I mean, could it could it have been meant to be awkward? Like, if they hugged, it would be weird, but, like, if they shook hands, that would be weirdly formal? I don't... I don't know. The scene should have ended up kissing. Well, I mean, they just yeah. Well, I mean, except for the fact that Claire has just said she wants to start over. So I think if she said let's start over yeah. and then she immediately kissed him, that might send the wrong message out to Noah. <laughs> um, Isn't saying she wanted to start over sending the wrong message to Noah too, though? Because I mean, they basically started at having the hots for each other and jumping in bed. Well, I wouldn't say they started. Ha- it's like a scene later that she starts having the hots for him. She goes like, "Look at those ripply muscles covered in sweat." I'm going to get me some of that. I mean, I think actually, like, yeah, I mean, the film kind of conspires to get them together by sending J-Lo on that bad date and having the boys being away on their fishing trip. Um, So she's alone and drinking wine and sniffing cookies. Are there any other thoughts that you have on this minute, Tim, Andrew? I don't know. Um, It's, it's, I think we covered it pretty well. The only, (laughs) the only thing I, I I just had the thought that, uh, 
you know, later on we learn about Noah manipulating people to his ends for for various reasons. And I um with the the girl that that Kevin takes to the dance later, Ali Callahan. Yes, uh, I had the thought that uh, it would be it would be funny if later, like we find the same thing with the janitor because the janitor kind of is on Noah's side through something, and if we see like the janitor in Noah's bedroom and he winks over at JLo. <laughs> That would be funny, yeah. That'd be funny if we found out that Mike the janitor was also one of the people that Noah has been manipulating with his his his, um, his raising of his eyebrows, which is all he does for Ali, and then she kind of consents exactly. to go out with Kevin. Yeah, that that would be funny. That'd be a really weird scene, though. If it's right. just, if, like, particularly as like when he's with when he's with Ali, he's like aggressively looking out the window, knowing that Jayla's watching, and he was doing the same thing with Mike the janitor. He's blowing kisses um, from the background, like. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Um, everything's sort of been building to this minute in terms of like the tension of what's been going on between yeah the um, Claire and, and Claire and Noah after after their sex scene, which was. Uh, as we well know, exactly like 21 minutes ago. So in the past 20 minutes, there's kind of been a tension between them. And this is Noah kind of um, pushing the tension a little bit more by sending the flowers, which again is kind of like a a bit of a gesture. Um, And then this kind of like, uh, you know, Claire forgiving him straight away for so much stuff um, and sort of resetting things a little bit. Um, but you know, spoiler alert, it doesn't stay reset for very long. It goes off the rails super, super quick, like literally in the next five minutes. Um, well, I don't see how this could possibly go off the rails. <laughs> I was just watching an episode of, uh, season two of the wire and, uh, Omar testified in a case. And after he was done, the prosecutor came up to him and said, here, you get a get out of jail free card for anything up to armed robbery. And that's kind of what this seemed like. To me, JLo's like, yeah. you saved my son, so you get a get-out-of-jail-free card for hacking into my email. By the way, generally one of the creep. best scenes of The Wire is with uh, Omar and the, wo- the lawyer. Greatest, greatest yes. show. It was wonderful. <laughs> I got the gun, you got the briefcase. What's the difference? <laughs> uh, you should save that for your uh, Wiring Up the Wire talk uh, Oh, podcast. no, I cannot do The Wire justice. Guess. It would be garbage. <laughs> I would never, I would never service the wire for podcasts. Are you sure there's not many episodes per season? You could get through it quite quickly. I would, but I would. I don't feel like I'm up to the task of covering the wire. I can do I this entourage you... service because it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like I would feel like I'd be insulting David Simon, and I don't want to do that. Or Ed Burns. No, thank you. I feel like you're putting yourself down. Like you, you're putting yourself on the same level as Doug Ellen and Entourage, and I think you're better than Doug Ellen and. Entourage. Oh, I'm better Doug Ellen. I know that for sure. Hey, Doug Owen, if you listen to this, I'm calling you the fuck out. I'm better than you. Come fight me on Twitter. I need the followers. Bring it. <laughs> Do you know what? On um, So, Andrew, do you have any final thoughts on this minute? Anything that stands out for you? It's very nicely shot. It looks like it's shot in someone's basement. I like it. Uh, J-Lo's very nice in it. She seems very understanding of this creep. And Noah is suitably horrifyingly creepy. And... Minute A plus. If it no, I'm sorry. It's an A. If Paul Tomkins played Mike, A plus. Great minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm going to go into the plugs. 
Uh, Tim, do you have anything to plug other than your previous appearances on this podcast? That that was that was what I was going for. Um, I mean, if you're Facebook friends with me, you can see a, a, pic, a video of my son drinking milk with a spoon. Oh my god, it's adorable. So, yeah. <laughs> A plus That's video. About That's about all I got. Uh, okay, and Andrew, I know you have a few things to plug. Oh boy, do I. I've got <laughs> Talking About Turtle, your one-stop shop for Entourage Slop, for all your Entourage needs, and I got On Your Mark, Get Set Review for anything that's not involving Entourage. So, if you like podcasts or this terrible show, check it out. And what are your Twitters? At Entourage Slop is one of them um so thank you very much to listen to us thank you very much for joining me tim thank you and thank you very much for joining me andrew i look forward to hearing you hosting future episodes murdy sir <laughs> okay thanks very much good night bye-bye night bye-bye thanks for listening to a talking cast presents the cast next door i was your host editor producer darren with my guests andrew schwartz and tim fargus like us on facebook follow us on twitter at first ed iliad or download new episodes from the castnextdoor.wordpress.com or subscribe on itunes stitcher or soundcloud artwork by josh hollis the boy next door is owned by blumhouse smart entertainment new Eurekan, and universal studios no infringement is intended copyright 2015 all rights reserved this is the first edition?